What's going on? Welcome back to Anybody and Everybody. I'm your host, Herm. Today, I'm joined by none other than Green Star Strings, Max. He is a beauty. It's a great time to have him on the podcast. And I mean, this is, this is a bit different. This is a, I'm not doing an intro or an outro to the show, and you can also view it on YouTube. So if you're on the YouTube platform, welcome. You can see us while we communicate and talk and have a great conversation here. If you're just listening, also welcome. I hope that you enjoy. Max, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing great. Yeah, just, how's, how's quarantine treating you? Fine, just laying around the house all day. Yeah, I mean... I have to I have to give you the the award for being my youngest guest yet. That is um that's an honor in my opinion because well I just don't know too many high schoolers who are willing to ask someone to like hop on a podcast and um you know willing to tell their story and do something yeah. like this. Does that uh does that fire you up? Yeah, actually. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. I mean, the, the cool thing is that you and I got connected in probably one of the more un, unordinary ways, just through through a yeah. mutual stringer in the community. And me being the person that I am, tend to have a few beers and watch his live streams during the week. Uh, and you reached out and said, hey, man, can I come on your podcast? So I was really stoked that you reached out because uh, I mean, I'm waiting for people every day to just say, Hey man, can I get on the show? But, um, so I, I need to, I want to kind of take it back with you right now because we, we also happen to be living within half hour of each other, which is pretty rad, which is totally rare for me. Cause I feel like everybody's always somewhere in a million miles away, but I want to, I want to bring you back to this very, very close semester of yours. I mean, you're a senior in high school. What, what kind of played through your mind when you were told season's getting taken away from you because i think that's a thing that a lot of people are battling and they want your opinion first uh this off season i probably trained my hardest probably lifted a good eight times a week uh so i was ready going into the season didn't really think anything of my season going that fast so i was just playing practicing like it was a normal preseason and then when my coach told us that our uh all of March would be canceled kind of like made me realize that I might not have a season this uh year so it's definitely really hard to hear now did you guys get any games in this year no none geez man that's had just... eight practices that's just heartbreaking. I mean, I think that yeah. so much of high school too is like, and you're very mature for your age, so this might not apply for you, but I know that I know so many people like myself, if in high school, someone was like, you're losing your senior year, I would have personally like burnt the school down or something crazy. Like that would have been just absolutely awful to hear. What was kind of the reaction? I mean, across the team, was everybody just kind of bummed? Did you guys think like, okay, we'll be able well, to get some games in at some point or the seniors mostly were the most upset and mad but underclassmen were just like we just have next season and didn't mm-hmm. really worry about it that much but yeah I mean I think that so much of it just is like it's it's like you train for four years and for so many people um like that is the four years of your lacrosse prime. Those are the times that you're making your best friends on the field. But 
I mean, I feel like you've handled this situation incredibly well with uh, everything going on. I mean, it's not even just lacrosse at this point. It's so much more than lacrosse. Yeah. What What is school been like? I mean, I'm a, I was a college, I guess I graduated today, but like, what was a, what was it like as a high school student kind of, or you still are a high school student. You still have a couple more days of class, right? Yeah. So, I mean, what is that process like? And because I think that it's different everywhere and I'm really curious. Well, for me, it's not that hard. I just really only have like three real classes because I'm a senior, so I don't have to take that many classes. So it's really not that hard. Mm-hmm. Do you do you find that like you are, are you, do you feel like you're still getting the quality of education though, even though you're not? not sure. I don't think so. Is that, is that, do you think mostly just based on the fact, are people showing up to your, like, uh, do you guys have like Zoom classes or? We don't have Zoom classes. Oh, okay. So it's all kind of. We just have work. Okay. Do you know if people are like doing it? Because I've heard so many of my teacher friends who are like, yeah, my kids just don't do anything. And I have 75 of them. I'm sure people aren't, but. Mm -hmm. But you're on top of it. You're a good kid. Yeah. You're, You're ready to get after it. So. You obviously high school senior. You start when? What year did you start Green Star? Probably my freshman year, like really doing it. Right. So one of the funny. So you and I we met up the other day, and um, you had told me you're probably the first lacrosse player in the world to ever learn how to string before you did play learn how to play lacrosse and play lacrosse. Is that? Yeah. So, I mean, it just stuns me because I don't think that that's the route that so many people take. What kind of drew you to stringing as opposed to just figuring out lacrosse or the X's and O's or something along those lines? So, I always had, like, stakes laying around my house. Just went to the store and bought one. So, somewhere going into seventh grade, I uh, was watching Thrones videos and saw their pockets and looked at my pocket that I had, and it wasn't anywhere near how it, like, thrones were string, strong. So I just was like, I want to learn how to do something like throne. So then I just bought a bunch of heads, and my parents, one time when I was talking about getting a new head, they were like, do you want to actually play this season? I was like, sure, like, I don't see why not. And then kind of grew from there. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, when you were trying to make that decision, like, am I going to start playing lacrosse or anything? Was was it a bit of an intimidating, like, kind of getting into deep water here, hot water? Mm, not really, because I already started stringing. And so, like, if I was just stringing, it would kind of be a little weird that I could say I never played lacrosse. So I kind of felt like I had to play. Right, so. you feel like you have to test out the six and stuff. That um that usually helps along the lines. It's like me being a vlogger but not knowing how to edit or something along those lines. Not saying that there's any other lacrosse vloggers out there that do that, but um, what can I say? <laughs> um, so take me back though. Here, um, you're in high school and you start Green Star your freshman year. Were there points where you're kind of just like prioritizing your company essentially and over schoolwork, over friends, over things like that? I always had school first, lacrosse second, and just whenever I strung a stick, took pictures of it and posted it. Mm-hmm. wasn't never – but right now I'm probably focusing on it the most just because I have more time on my hands. So 
Yeah, I mean, with quarantine, we all are just kind of looking for anything to yeah. pass the time and get through the days if we're not staying completely busy. But so with Green Start, first of all, where did you come up with the name, man? That's, it's a very catchy uh-huh. name and it's memorable. I actually just went on a website. I just searched like company names and I found that. So went from so there. free company domain names. Yeah. That's outstanding. That that's the true. Uh, what is it? Mark uh, Cuban. He has a word for that. That's like the true American way of doing it, eh? Yeah, and it, well, my high school's color is green, so that's mm-hmm. another reason why I picked that one. Yeah, that's a good point. And then star every. The thing is, it's memorable. It's catchy. It's one that yeah. people will remember, and that's that's crucial to starting any business. Did so. Um, when you get to college, are you going to be taking any business classes or anything along those lines so that you can uh, do probably, things for your business? Yeah. That's outstanding. I mean, I, I look back often and I reflect and I'm like, wow, I just wish I would have taken a couple more of those business classes before I dropped out of that major and switched it up to English where <laughs> I uh, can't use anything in my field now with that. But um, so, so you are going to be going to college soon. What's the, what's the future for Green Star look like then? Are you going to be able to maintain everything? I would love to make it a store, but that's Basically a like a Lax Unlimited, like a store type store Something like that. like that, yeah. That'd be pretty I'll rad, especially in our area. Yeah. I mean, if you think about the area, do we, we don't have a dedicated lacrosse store. The like, closest one to me is like 30 minutes away, so. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so this, is, this brings up a funny story. And I've, I've been waiting to tell this one on a podcast for a while. So, obviously, you know, I grew up in Vineland. And this is a very, very rural, like, nobody played lacrosse at all. It wasn't an option. And back in the day, my dad and I would play lacrosse in the yard when I was, like, four or five. Super young. And there was one store within, like, anywhere around here that you could find lacrosse stuff. And it was this little... Uh, I guess you could call it like a farm store. It was the the place that the farmers went for tractors and bird seed and shit like that. And you would go into the back corner and they had the like four stick options. I think it was like a warrior stick, like those basic STX sticks that they used to put out. I don't even remember what they were called. And it was just like this heaven for lacrosse. You, You had all the balls, but nobody had like a lacrosse net. And I think that that is such, it's such an amazement to see how far this game has come in the last, well, I guess, 15, 16 years. That's uh, that yeah. may date so me in our area. More. Yeah, right. Exactly. Because I mean, like, for example, like where you and I went to shoot the other day, it was like literally in the middle of three fields. It's just a random school that has like a ton of yeah. lacrosse nets. That is the most South Jersey lacrosse thing in the world. <laughs> because yeah. I mean, we don't have that option. And, but I think it's amazing. I think it's growing and like at a very yeah. rapid rate, which is outstanding. What, what is your uh, impression of the growth of lacrosse around here been like? I mean, I have a s- certain view on it and I definitely got pulled out of it for a handful of years. So like you've been in grown, you've grown up in it. What, what has it been like for you? Well, it's like, when I first started, it's definitely completely different than now. Like, I m- majority of my high school team, we have to drive at least thirty minutes to get to another school. Like, we don't really have much around here, but it's 
definitely grown grown a lot since I started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, would you say that like um, you you are able? I think that this is one of the cool things about it, and this is kind of this kind of brings me back to my hockey days because like no hockey rinks are like right by each other, high school hockey, anything like that. So it's like, would you sense any sort of like extra like brotherhood, camaraderie, whatever you want to call it? in those long drives together in the on the bus and just having to kind of bear bear through those long trips on or travel travel trips burp bad talking but yeah i think you get what i'm going at yeah for sure a lot of uh fun with the team just stuff like that is my prime one of my favorite parts about playing on a team just talking with the players Mm -hmm. teammate yeah do you do you string your whole team's sticks? Majority of them, yeah. That's amazing. Do, do you charge them? Yeah, that's outstanding. You're you're like running a side hustle essentially with them. I mean, think about it. You can do any damage you want to them. You you start you like pick up a guy's stick on the sidelines. You're like, hey buddy, I think you need a new sidewall here. Yeah, that's, that's what bucks. I'm doing the whole time. I'm just chirping my teammates like your stick sucks. Like, get in, let me string it. I'll make it better. Something you're like basically that. an entrepreneur on the field. You're like running around chirping the other team. Like uh <laughs> <laughs> that that's hilarious. But hey, that is uh I guess the the way to make it happen, right? Let let them know like you're the guy. Now, do you yeah. ever see a like um do you ever feel as though you're being judged for it? Like I feel like I get I receive a ton of judgment for what I do in the media place, especially when it comes to like sports and stuff. They'll call me like vlogger boy and shit like that. It doesn't bother me, but it's would would do you ever receive anything like that? Yeah, for sure. I it's like a joke with my team that I have so many sticks that I have a stick for like every day of the week. You quite literally do. I'm looking at it behind you. There's at least seven there. Is that a combat shaft over your right shoulder? Oh no, it's a, it's a carbon, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. 2.0. I don't, this one. Yeah. It's a dragonfly. Oh, it's a dragonfly. Oh, geez. See, for some reason, I saw that as the old combat shaft, which was like maybe. I I ever saw that. I think yeah, I think it was out for like three months. It was literally a joke, but that it made me think of it. So you got, but you're like you're cool with it. Like people like making fun of you, having a lot of sticks, stringing a lot of sticks, stuff like that. It's well, fun. Good. I enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, if if you don't enjoy, I mean, obviously you enjoy. You you're great at what you do. You are obviously thriving in this marketplace as a stringer, as a dyer, as someone who's get, putting their foot in the door at a very young age. I mean, think take it this way: you're you're getting in here and you are just getting to college. I got in, I guess, halfway through college. So I mean, those two years are going to be monumental for you by the time you're 21 22 you'll be hell you might even already have the business doing whatever you want to do maybe maybe even if it's like a uh, just like a sideline swap but not actually through sideline swap but like an online business that'd be pretty rad yeah that'd be fun i mean you're gonna have so many options especially being from where we are i mean i think that if people in the south jersey area which i hope a lot of people of them are t- tuning in today are able to figure out it's like 
this is your guy. This is he's not going to charge you that much for shipping. He's right around the corner. That's um that's always a plus because I had to ship something to Canada yesterday and it was forty five bucks, and I uh, I just never want to do that again. But now let's get we've talked strings. We talked. Let's get personal. What what does Max do when you're not doing lacrosse stuff? Uh, lacrosse stuff. Yeah. You're addicted, man. Yeah. Is it, is it something, have you always been into like addicted like this since uh, you can remember? Since I started probably. Yeah. That's outstanding. I mean, I think that for me, it's like I start something and five weeks later, I can't stand it. So for you to obviously have this lifelong dedication that you have to the game is phenomenal. Did, Did you play any other sports growing up then? I played pretty much every sport, soccer, mm-hmm. baseball, uh, football a little, hockey. Mm-hmm. Now, what's your take any- on the baseball lacrosse debate then? Do you hate um, baseball or are you like chill with baseball I, players? Like player, baseball players in my school, like I talk to, like we lift together. Like mm-hmm. I don't have any heat for them, but like I wouldn't – prefer watching baseball I'd rather watch like football mm-hmm. lacrosse hockey something like that but something with a little bit more speed yeah yeah that's totally understandable but like i think that you came into that really well like i i can't stand that there's still this in 2020 that we have to have this stigma between lacrosse and baseball like everyone's playing their own sport they enjoy what they do i don't understand why they have to give people shit for it like i mean uh, just that's my two cents and i think that you approached it very well there you could have been like screw baseball and I was like, yeah, okay, well, yeah it's fine it happens to the best of us but so like when when you're in high school and you're starting this business is there any point where you were just like man this is this is too much i gotta take a sit seat back with green star and just focus on other things um like I said, I always did school and lacrosse first, so mm-hmm. there's definitely times I wouldn't post in a while just because I wasn't thinking about it, just focusing on other stuff. Yeah, working. I mean, I think that the posting stuff gets out of hand. Like, obviously, I run yeah. social media for, like, a living. I have to have these things done, like, weeks in advance just so that I don't miss days, if that makes sense. Like, if you let it just, like, go do a daily, daily thing, you're going to forget about it by accident. And I think that that's such a hard part, especially because coming up, you have to just be consistent with it, right? Consistent, especially yeah. with heads. And so when you're – That's probably the hardest part, just mm-hmm. getting the pictures. Right, getting heads. the pictures. And, I mean, for you, I'm sure there's points where you run out of heads, essentially, or it's like I have yeah. nothing else to take pictures of. But I think for you, you could even capitalize on such a cool thing, like just taking a picture of what you have behind you. Like that is such a sick setup. I mean, you've really got this thing. Is that like a office? Uh, what are those hangers called? Is that what you're working with there? It's like called a, Red Wall, yeah. Yeah, that's phenomenal. I mean, that that is as professional as it gets, looking-wise at least. So when – when you were starting your freshman year of high school, was it like, I'm going all, I'm jumping into green star and there's no looking back. Or was it kind of like a project you worked on and then you just kind of recently opened it up more? It's probably recently I focused on it more, but like 
I was just had heads, pictures mm-hmm. of them, just posting. Didn't really think much of it until probably June, sophomore, junior year when I was like, like I want to make this something like bigger than it already is. Right. So. Now you also die. What? What? Well, first of all, what like were you intimidated by it at first? Because I feel like I would just struggle. I'd be like, dude, there's no way I'm putting this great head into a boiling pot of water or whatever it is and dying. Like I still use white heads. Like just because I'm dying doesn't mean every head I have is going to be dyed. But right. Yeah. I, I feel I like that's kind of overplayed. Like... If that makes sense. But yeah. Yeah. So do you prefer stringing over dying or dying over stringing? Um, I strung a lot more than I died, so probably stringing. I'm going to get like, more comfortable with dying, but... Do you think it's something that kind of could be also, like, based on project to project? Mm, no. Sometimes, yeah. I feel like I am such a, like... um, Like, for me, it's, like, for video editing. If I am stoked about getting a project out, that video is going to be edited the best it will ever be edited, and it's going to be out right away. But it's like, if I'm not really hype on it, it's, you know, it's a struggle. Is that kind of what you feel sometimes when you're dying or doing a project for someone? Yeah. And a lot of people don't know how much time uh, goes into dying. Like, it could take me, like, close to 10 hours just doing one die. Like, right. it's not throwing stickers on a head and putting it in die. It's take, it takes much longer than just doing that. Mm-hmm. So, wait. Well, first of all, let's explain it for the people listening and viewer dying is obviously the taking your white lacrosse head and turning into a piece of art essentially and giving people logos or characters or uh, any kind of pattern you want on it and making it colorful but so what take the take the listener the viewer through this process because i'm i'm also going to learn from this what what so let's say we want to make a head that is black and red with the wings logo on it on the scoop what what does that process look like for you so if the logo on the scoop is going to be on white you have to mask off the whole top of the scoop with vinyl and hot glue which that itself might take close to two hours is is that what i see people ripping off the top of the head like that looks super thick it's hot glue yeah oh my goodness i didn't know what it was man that's a ton of hot glue yeah Jeez, but hey i mean if you're good at it that's what you gotta do so okay next uh so you do the logo first essentially yeah all right then you're are so do you work based on darkness of a color after that uh, you do the lighter color first and then go to darkest. Oh, wait, is that back? No, no, okay, that's usually how it would traditionally be on, like, if you're painting a room. <laughs> but, so, you're doing this. What's, like, the, so it takes you 10 hours. A lot of that has to be just, like, cutting out the pattern of the head, right? The things that you get the out final, of the vinyl. Yeah. yeah. How long does the yeah. actual dipping process take, then? Um, Anywhere from three to... 15 minutes oh so like if i Once personally like had a white head and i just wanted to turn it blue i could run over to walmart get like some writ drop it in a pot of water and it'll be blue hypothetically yeah yeah that's probably the easiest part just dipping the head 
Really? See, for me, that seems like the most intimidating when I think that's so many, like part wise, I think that's so much of this is like, um, you just like, you need like fine lines. And I would be so scared of just not having that accomplished. Yeah, it's definitely like, because the color can change so fast in the dye, like mm-hmm. one color could, you could have it like you want a light orange and you put it in for another minute longer as completely like a different shade of orange that you don't want like it's a lot of practice and does it set differently so like you pull it out of the pot and you're like this is the exact color i want but then in 20 minutes you come back and it's dry and it's a different color or it stays fairly similar it'll just get like more like a rich color Mm -hmm. like more change that yeah well that's important i mean you've got you've got my curiosity just bubbling over here i feel Oh, excuse me. God, I am so burpy today. But I, I, you've got my curiosity through the roof. I'm going to have to die ahead at some point now because, well, I'm friends with too many of you guys who die heads and string heads to not learn how to die because I'm never going to learn how to string because that is too tedious for me. Um, and my mom has one of those cricket machines. Um, I mean, I don't know if it's really good at this thing or anything, but I know it cuts vinyl. And so I'll have to put it to... Uh, put it to the test so um what wow dude i mean this is this is also interesting to me because i think i don't i don't think you give yourself enough credit and this is why i think that you are still you're basically a young entrepreneur i mean you're out here running this game that so many kids are at home just like playing fortnite vape penning and i don't even know what kids do these days but it's something along those lines when you finally have the ability to say F school and move forward, is this something that you're looking for? You want to make this your full-time gig, right? I mean, there's no other yeah. options. You're not, you're not going to sleep until it's done. Yeah. One of my goals is to make, do some kind of like lacrosse full-time. Right. So like we were talking earlier actually, or the other day, and this was actually a really cool one we uh you want to be like an equipment manager potentially too and this is something that has always been so fascinating to me the guys behind the scenes the unheard the like unsung heroes the people that you don't realize are doing a million things to make that game happen as smoothly and as at the highest level i mean pros break shit all game long and you have to kind of be on top of that if you were a uh like equipment guy, would you try and do something where it's just stringing or do you want to work with like every single kind of equipment product, whatever comes back your way? Everything. I mean, I'm going to string their sticks. Like that's something I'm going to do. Die heads for players, but it's just, I love equipment. I love seeing what players are using, replicating pockets, like everything like that is so fun. And do you I think like, do you think you'd like rip a head out of a pro's hand if he wouldn't let you string it? Uh, depends what he's using. Like what his pocket like the head wise? Head wise? I mean, it depends. If he's using a warp, I'm for sure going to take that thing out of their hands. Be like, string up, a, string them ahead and give it to them. Well, perform 20 times better than the uh, warp. So. No, man. The warp is the most consistent head of all time. It, is the uh, greatest thing to ever happen in lacrosse. I, I read the articles that Warrior put them out. I read them. 
highly disagree with that. But. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. It was interesting. I got to get your take on this. What are your thoughts on the Zach Courier strung warp? Like, he strung um, it, but it's also a warp mesh. It's better than the warp itself, but I just I didn't I didn't understand how it works because the warp the way it is it's like you you build the pocket into the mesh, but if you're stringing it to a sidewall, you don't then string it to build yourself a pocket. So that that befuddled. Yeah. Me. I also didn't like the colorway. I'm not a fan of black mesh on a white head. Is that something that bothers you? Are there any colorways that just get under your skin where you're like, wow, I really hate that? Um, uh, if there's like one string of like every color in the head is a little, little weird. Mm, that's a weird one. Yep. Like I, I personally believe that black mesh only belongs on a black head. It does not yeah. belong anywhere else. Like don't put it on any other color head. That's Except like red or something would look pretty nice with a black piece of mesh. No can't agree i will never put i'm a big fan and this is this is like just because i'm old here i guess um i'm a big fan of just hard i'm saying hard mesh cheese uh six diamond hard mesh essentially like the the quintessentric 2008 6d low pocket even though i don't like a low pocket head that's just a personal what 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 are you what's your favorite if you had to pick one mesh setup that you could just rock and there's there is a correct answer no pressure uh i know your the right answer is but i'm not gonna say it uh it's I magic love, mesh yeah. yeah i love fiber two by throne best me, best mesh on the market yeah I, you you did mention this to me it's not bad mesh at all you know i i can't the thing about mesh for me is like I I don't work with it nearly as much as you do. I don't notice all the differences. I'll know if it's like a really pe shitty piece of mesh, but like I'll never notice if it's like higher quality than what I'm traditionally used to. Like magic mesh for me, I like because it, I'm a freak and I like like a baggy pocket and it bags out eventually, and I like that. So if you're into it, it works. Roll with it. But um, that that's that's pretty rad, dude. I mean, I think that. Well, you have a pretty good connection with the guys over at Throne, right? Yeah. Yeah, see, like, no. that's phenomenal. You, but you're already making these moves, right? I mean, how many guys your age can say, like, oh, yeah, I'm talking with these old-ass dudes who still string sticks, right? Like, yeah. I think I that think they – huh? I don't think there's many out there my age that can say that. No, there definitely isn't. And, I mean, that's because it's such a niche thing or niche, however people want to, like, you are part of this group now that is, like, you, you're coming up through the ranks of their, under their wing or whatever you want to call it, and you're you're starting a kind of new path for the younger generation. And, I mean, to be be a forerunner on that is pretty, pretty ecstatic. If there was one thing, though, that you were like, if someone came up to you and you're, let's say your freshman in high school comes up to you and he's like, hey, man, I want to start stringing and I want to start a stringing page and I want to do this. What's like the number one piece of advice you got for the kid? Uh, practice. String the head 20 to 30 times before you post a picture of it. Like practice is the best thing to learn how to string. Yeah. Like learn the knots on 
is that that's like an more of an OCD thing too. Like you have to be like very precise every single time, same exact knot and uh, you know, making it very consistent. So like, for example, you strung up a head for me the other day. Did you do that multiple times or was that just Uh, one, one take? Cause you're, you're used to it now. Once or twice, probably. Fantastic. Once or twice. I don't remember. I mean, it looks great. I can't wait to test her out because, you know, I'm, I'm a freak with the whip and you've guaranteed a ton of it. So that that's amazing, dude. And so practice makes perfect. It's like lacrosse. You know, you can't get enough. You're just constantly trying to push forward. Is Is this something that you think we'll start bringing people in. So we, we talk about this hashtag all the time, grow the game, hashtag grow the game, hashtag grow the game. It's freaking everywhere. Is, do you think that guys like you, people who learn how to string before they actually learn how to play lacrosse are, is going to become, become more of a prevalent person in this community? Um, prob- probably not, but like me giving a five-year-old a good strong stick for their first year will definitely like help them be a better player and stay in the game. Yeah. I think that was the most frustrating thing as a kid. It's like, you never have a consistent head. Nothing will ever play the same twice. Like nobody, you had the hockey shooters on it with like brine plastic mesh and stuff like that. So I, yeah, you're really also doing a service for the community because you're hooking kids up and, I mean, if if you have a prof not professionally, like you're not stealing the head off of a guy wings head, but professionally strong head, you can do so much more. Like you don't need the highest spec of the head necessarily, but if it's strung well, yeah. you're getting into the game. And that, I mean, would you string like a fiddle stick for a kid? Yeah, I feel like fiddle sticks would be a great like way like start branding yourself as like I'm the fiddle stick stringer. <laughs> professional that'd be fun wouldn't that be just hilarious i mean i think that people would eat that shit up yeah probably now now i i do like to turn it over to you at one point in the interview is there what's what's something like if you had one message that you were trying to get out to the community to the people who are listening to this show and like you're not plugging yourself yet but just a message what what would that be man? um and i'm putting you on the just- spot <laughs> If you want to learn how to string, just practice. I mentioned that before. Um, it, don't let stores string your sticks. Have one of a professional do it, like me. Smaller people. Just yeah, don't let dicks string your stick. That's a horrible idea. Yeah, I feel like that when they added those stringing stations, it could have it like became one of the worst ideas they could have. Well, no, great for them. Great business plan. I'm sure they're making bank, but like just horrible ideas. None of them know how to string, so it's just pointless. Would you consider stringing an art form? Yeah, for sure. I think so too. And I think think that's something that so many people take for granted. I don't think people who've been playing for a long time necessarily take it for granted, but I think people who don't necessarily understand lacrosse as well as like most do in this direct, you know, circle – just totally underappreciate the fact that somebody can take hours and hours and hours to create this literal work of art so that we can play the game and have a great time with it. I definitely think dying is more of art, but 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that one's easier to be considered art too because it's actually using this dye and creating the colors and the symmetry between the colors and everything along those lines. But um, I, I, dude, this has been so much fun. I'm, I'm having a blast. Why don't you? Uh, I need you to plug all of your uh, social medias anywhere people can reach out to you, so that people can just start sending their heads over and you can string them up and make some monies. Uh, Green Star Lacrosse on Instagram. It's pretty much the only uh, social media platform I'm on. Oh, yeah. Uh, I guess so. DM me if you have any questions about string, stringing. I love helping people out. Like, I'll teach someone how to do a knot, whatever. Just he's, reach he's out. He's quite literally tried to teach me how to string a stick like five times, and I'm every time going to say no. He, he's, very, he's very persistent. He wants to teach you. So, I mean – and he, he'll work with you directly, and he's an awesome kid. Max will uh, absolutely hook you up if you need some string questions, so make sure that you're hitting him up. It is at GreenStar on uh, the Instagram.com. And I Green forgot – Or GreenStar Lacrosse, my B. Um, and I totally forgot to do my ad read for this show. So if you haven't already, make sure that – and if I don't even have it written down. If you wear a lacrosse helmet all the time and you need to swag it up, get some colors on there, make sure that you go over to lackstraps.com and get hooked up for the season. That's right, lackstraps.com. They are going to take care of you. You've seen it in the PLL. You've seen it in the MLL. You've seen it in college. These guys have custom straps around their helmet. Gone are the days of taping something and writing a – writing a remembrance on there you can now get a lack strap that comes off it's machine washable it's elastic and it makes your helmet look that much better today go ahead over there and get yourself a herm lack strap they're only 10 bucks right now guys he's taking five bucks off the order um this reminds me i have a herm lack strap for max and i'm going to deliver it to him later and yeah, so make sure you go check out Lackstraps. They are awesome people over there. And yeah, back to this interview. Um, do you have any final thoughts, man? I, I mean, you have so many freaking sticks behind you. What What's your go-to stick setup? Um, right now, it's the Torque with Fiber 2. I love the Torque. I love everything Gates doing, bringing it back. Is that is that the new Torque? Yeah. Yeah. That that did look like a pretty clean head, I must say. But um that that's phenomenal, man. So now what what's the future of lacrosse look like for you? Just gonna have fun with it? Men's league? Yeah. That's... A few box leagues, some uh mm-hmm. field. Just enjoy it. Right. Like... And I know you're like me, we're box guys. We're not yeah. we're not made for that field game. We uh like to get rough and rowdy on the uh in the box are you are i love you, box field. yeah it's, it's easy to like i mean well like for example you have wing season tickets like it's just mm. a more fun game to watch and it's more high intensity in my opinion and That's i like the community thing. i want to uh start growing box in uh new jersey and just in america in general mm-hmm. so, like it can be way bigger than it is right now Certainly. I, I've had these envisions of like these Midwest leagues just kind of blowing up that I'm hearing about all the time, kind of like the St. Louis area. Apparently it's like a hotbed for box lacrosse. A ton of guys like to get out there and play. So dude, that would be awesome. I mean, imagine the green star box lacrosse league. 
just gave you your name right there in southern New Jersey. Have hundreds of dudes coming out each day, each weekend, whenever to play some box. Yep, for sure. Would you want to be in charge of all that? Probably not right now, but in the future, definitely. (laughs) That'll be be a lot to handle. There'll be a lot of legalities there that you just, I would stay so far away from, man. Like having to get people to sign like waivers, like if I break my arm in this whatever game, I am not legally bound to do anything for you. (laughs) That would, that would just be ridiculous. But Ah, dude, this has been so much fun. I had a blast and I actually get to see you now in like an hour because we're going to get together and shoot at a socially distant uh, distance. But uh, if you guys haven't already, make sure you're checking out Max on Instagram at Green Star Lacrosse. And thank you guys for tuning in today. I know that I've missed a couple weeks. It, uh, Dude, this has been hell. Like, I can't even put into words how hard this has been. Like, to get podcasts up, to be able to try and communicate with people. It was so much easier when I could just travel and get people on the show that way. But I like this because now we can go on YouTube through Zoom. But Max, any final thoughts? Uh, thanks for having me. Um, that's about it. Great stuff. All right, guys. We will see you next week. Well, this is, yeah, next week we will see you. And as always, stay grooving. And enjoy next week or this week or I can't even think straight, but yep. Bye guys.